It was three years ago, Pezza, when Rishabh Punt crashed Josh Hazelwood down the ground at the Gabba to secure a famous Test match victory for India, the only Asian country to ever beat Australia in Australia two times in a row, indeed consecutively. And we thought, here it comes, here is the Asian Asian century. And since then, nothing has really happened. They didn't even make the finals in the T in the twenty twenty T twenty World Cup uh, that year. Um, they didn't win series in South Africa or in England. They lost the 2023 T20 World Cup by 10 wickets to England in the semi-final. They lost their own home ODI World Cup. And then we have England. Then we have England, the greatest test team that has ever existed, that are currently seventh out of nine in the World Test Championship table. Now, Bepeza, why is this test series so tantalizing despite these things despite no one really winning shit but it's so tantalizing you know mate well said it's tantalizing because it's because it is uh it is dripping in themes it is it is Mm. positively dropping off this table it's soaked it is it is it is fucking soaked it's like a soggy sayo in themes in a club dressing room that's exactly what it's like that's the image in my head soggy sayo i get a sayo biscuit yeah and that (laughs) Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Getting off track there. Had a guy at our club um, who owned a greyhound called Extreme Bukaki. That's neither here nor there. Just okay. Just you know that Thank was you. that happened. Thanks. Uh, romance versus ruthlessness. Mm-hmm. Um, old money versus new money. Mm-hmm. Uh, bombing with the broom versus revs and raggers. Mm-hmm. Um, moral relativism. Uh, you know, England's rapacity of England from 17 uh, England's rapacity of India from 1700 to 1850 inclusive the cult of basball versus the cult of crymore <laughs> i mean this is five tests oh, of this shit yeah and and the aussies are there with feet up yeah uh i i don't against the windies <laughs> <laughs> we have we have yeah. two teams scaling their own heights Mm -hmm. in India you have a team of such like um like enriched resource that the expectation now is that they win everything right so when it doesn't happen yeah there is frustration on the home front Mm. and relief away (laughs) 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 might have to take that down for this series yeah maybe Uh, I don't know um and and for England, they're building their own narrative as well, where you can have books written about certain periods of mm. good results mm. and yet um, no appearance at the actual final of the World Test Championship, which is mm. actually a result of the way it's actually skewed. And I'm or just sure drawing that. a home ashes series. Yeah. Now, look, exactly. it's, all, it's all very negative, but at the same time, I feel like this series is governed by fear, which is a great, mm. um, a great element of cricket. Uh, and indeed the stability of mankind, fear. Yep. Because I think neither of these teams want to lose to the other because of, um, you know, historical, sociopolitical issues, um, mm. you know, for cetera, centuries. Cetera. There's emotion. It's, it, God, the layers the, the, are there. The emotion is there. Yeah. Like like the roars are a little bit louder. The appeals mm. are a little bit more squeaky. Mm. You know, the shot's yeah. a little bit more flamboyant. Mm. The, the diplomatic th- tension higher than ever. <laughs> <laughs> the existence what, of right. the code, yeah. you know, at stake. Mm, exactly. And so, you know, with... with um. I mentioned at the top there about what happened when Kohli and Shastri, who was just given a Lifetime Achievement Award by the BCCI in Hyderabad, actually, ahead of this test match, okay. 
uh, for his achievement in the game, four decades in the game. He said, obviously, a wonderful player, but then coaching India as well during that great dominance that sort of led with Kohli and Shastri, that's that, that nexus of aggression that they had. And then since then, in the Dravid and Rohit years subsequent, it's just it's just felt a little bit unders, but it's but it's why, but it's very similar players. In fact, many of them are the same players. And so it has been unders, but the fear right now after such a low of of that what happened in the World Cup uh at Ahmedabad there, that what would happen if they lost to England? Like the the ultimate enemy. Like obviously everyone wants to beat Australia because again we were, you know, coats for several years. Mm. And so now we're we were the bad guys. So you always want to beat Australia, of course, but but with India and England, I mean, India just cannot fathom a loss after 16 home consecutive test series wins, the mm. most ever if you include one and two test series, which you wouldn't be inclined to do, I suppose. Losing to England, I mean, that is the, like, boggles the minds, like the fear that that's, that uh, is paramount there, inducing. That, that, that's why the stakes are so high here, because a dominant victory or a humiliating loss mm. can, like, transcend any other narrative in cricket at this moment in time. You know, if India wins, they once again climb back up off the canvas mm. and march towards what everybody recognises is their destiny to be all-conquering, right. all-powerful, yep. on the field and off, a production line for days, you know, as as wide as Steve Harmison's back and Graham Smith's back, just the oh. lats for days. Oh, like uh, a cane toad. Exactly. Uh, and for England, they can transcend and circumvent any fucking metric of success in test cricket by beating India. If you beat India at home with this unseen style on those shores, uh, no one cares about the World Test Championship. It will be the greatest this, yep. achievement in cricket, including Australia's World Cup win in India, I would say. To yep. do it over five tests Agreed. on the rag as they will be presented with Agreed. consistently yep. would represent the greatest achievement. And I think it's the kind of thing, of course, winning appeals to every captain and coach, but it is the kind of thing that I'd imagine would gird the loins mm. of your McCullums, of your Stokes. Mm. People like those guys, mm. not necessarily those guys. So... <laughs> I just think the stakes are extremely high. Mm. Um, obviously, a lot of Australians will hope both teams lose 5-0, uh, but that can't happen mathematically. So, um, <laughs> you know, it is. It, I, I do think there's a lot to look forward to with it. Yep. I, I, I think that because of, you know, the way it's being set out, there's a lot of political and cultural historical emotion sitting underneath a series like this. There's a lot of tension vis-a-vis -vis the direction of the game as a whole. England representing the legacy and the tradition. India representing the vision for the future. Mm. Uh, both countries have different ways of doing things, you know, to put it mildly. And there is a there is a wrestle going on for, for presumed superiority and power over that, not least online. No one cares about the World Test Championship final until two days before it starts. Yes. Let's make and you that overcome clear. the jet lag having just come from the IPL. If England somehow managed to win this series, it's, as you say, in my opinion as well, the greatest Test Series win of all time, given what all India's time. done. Okay, yeah. Yep. Um, certainly in recent living memory. Mm. But in my same, memory, because what happened beforehand is oh, abstract that, and doesn't exist, and it may not exist, it may be Truman. So ripple in the matrix kind of gear. But at the same time, somehow if England get walloped in this series 5-0, 
then they will basically be completely eliminated from even making it to the World Test Championship final because at that point they would have mm. played 10 games and won two and then to get your percentage up over the next. I mean, they're they playing yeah. 17 tests this year, so there is a chance. Plus their home series are um, easier with West Indies and Sri Lanka, I mm. think it is. But In which case, World Test Championship won't matter as well and probably something to be done at the MCC but level. And- it is amazing that like despite the, the success and the turnaround after you know winning one from 17, then recently 13 from 18, um, they would still be in the doldrums in their performances of test cricket. Anyway, so the stakes feel so high. Mm. And India, of course, like India, their next challenge, like they will expect to win this series because it's at home, players are playing, good record there, etc. <laughs> their next challenge, of course, will be the Border Gavaskar series in Australia. Can they do a three-peat over Australia? But if they cannot do that, they will likely find themselves again a third chance at a World Test Championship lollipop trophy. Mm. And it would likely be against Australia again, even though it's 18 months away, but it's still another chance to win something, maybe. So it's all there. Mm. It's all there, mm. despite Test cricket not really being a thing anymore. The, the, the two teams are just looking at scaling their own mountains again. They're right. taking a big exactly. side, big old backpack. Mm. They've got the weight of expectation of each nation there. And uh, we're going to see what's going to happen over five tests and probably 10 days of cricket. <laughs> five tests and five days. <laughs> um, so the, the game happens at the Rajiv Gandhi International Stadium. It's the first test in Hyderabad there. Um, shall we talk... Likely teams. Do you, yeah, do you want okay. to go, go, go into that? Um, let's point out to kick off. Yep. Virat Kohli missing the first two test matches right. owing to personal reasons, yep. uh, which according to the BCCI, demand his presence and undivided attention. What else can you say but you wish one wishes the best to Virat Kohli? Right. Uh, same goes Harry Brook, right. uh, who is who may be coming back to the tour. Maybe. We understand that uh, he... Two is leaving for personal reasons. Uh, it, it seems to have been suggested we're talking family matters. Uh, so, the television um, program from the late nineties, early nineties, in fact, which was family very matters. big spanner in the works. Yeah, that those two things would be yeah. connected. Is Steve Urkel playing? <laughs> <laughs> That's one for the kids. Um, so, uh, massive outs uh, for both teams. Mm. Far beat for me to make a comparison between both players. I'm just saying they're you know. Middle order. That two <laughs> guys. Order that, players. Those are two guys that have played in the IPL. <laughs> indeed, right. indeed. Yeah. Uh, Not for the same team. Yeah. Different teams, in fact. Um, I just just to cover that off. It's it's understood that um, in terms of Virat's replacement in the squad, um, uh, one of two, and I'm just quoting here: heavyweight India A performances, Rajat Pashadar or Safraz Khan. Uh, of Mumbai, a front runners to replace Kohli, so a yep. couple of heavyweight, um, heavyweight run scorers, run scorers. Uh, so uh, are they've, in, they've are really, in they've frame. Really, they've I'm, packed I'm, them on, haven't they? They packed I'm, them on. I'm, I'm quoting. Well, you know, um, they fill their boots as they've uh, really bulked up the yeah. run tally. Yes. Uh, so you know, again, the production line uh, are out of control. I uh, suspect that the Indian team, if you want to start there, yeah, the, yeah, I got, I got a team. I got an it's, eleven. It's more, it's more obvious, I think. Yep. So, um, Rohit, Jaiswal, Gill, one, two, three, four. Uh, is we're looking at four Shreyas then? I think four, Kale, Rahul, or Shreyas, yeah. four, five. There's, do what you like. Your four, five. Do whatever you want. Um, six uh, will then be uh, Case Barrett. Uh, will play ahead of Jurel. Um, and then Jadeja. Does Barrett bat ahead of Jadeja? 
Uh, no, might, might not, yeah. might not. So then Jadeja Barrett, yep. six, seven. Six, seven. Ashwin, eight. Axar, nine. And then most likely, I think Siraj Bumrah. Yeah. 10, 11. That's, yep. that's most that's likely. What, that, that's the 11 I've got. I don't think Makesh plays. I don't think, I don't think, um, call it Yadav plays. Uh, who else is in the squad? Shami plays. I don't think he mm. plays either. So I think that's most likely the 11 mm. they'll go for, which is an interesting makeup. But of course, once you've got three all rounding spinners in your side, that being Axar, Jadeja, and Ashwin, I mean, fucking hell, that strengthens Mate. the side at home. Jesus Christ. How do you beat these guys? Three spinners, Siraj and Boomer up top to. Um, if uh, Siraj played with Harley Bowl. To sling it about. Yeah, they, they were. Um, Shami and Siraj in particular were like quite devastating against Australia with that new ball. For a little bit. I mean, one, you know, broke Warner's arm. Uh, to, and, and I remember yeah. the stump actually cartwheeling in the first game that kind of looked like the um, the logo of TGC yeah. uh, with, with Warner. Which but, was uh, the game that um, Boise Yadav played, and he had it reversing. He picked up maybe four wickets. Yeah, I don't know. One of the games of so Australia they, they, played last They do have a say. Yeah. But, yeah, you got you got three spinners and conducive decks. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, India are... Indira lighter with the bat, you know, um, yep. in terms of the runs. Uh, without, without Virat. Without, without Virat there. Uh, I'm st- I'm still looking at, <laughs> you still have Rohit Sharma. You still have Shubman Gill, who I, I think would, would be pretty hungry to, to stamp his mark. Well, Sanjay uh, Mandraka, uh, the, 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 the voice of the people. Um, oh, yeah. Some people uh, suggested he was under pressure. A in person. His, his test spot and his T20 spot as well. Uh, it was a lean, it was lean series in the West Indies. I think he... He tops his high score was thirty six in those two test matches there or three test matches they play, uh, averaging like seventeen or something. He's batting at three. Jaiswal's opening the batting now. Well, sh- they play. They probably push Shubman to three, don't they? Because he can do it as opposed as opposed to Jaiswal. I mean, I'd say I'd say he's in front of him. I agree. And and, and it took him a while to get into the World Cup. What with his dengue fever and all, Indeed. and everyone else scoring a thousand runs a game. Yes, uh, I'd, I'm I'm backing him. Um, and but but yeah, they're like. It, it is funny. A, a coley less India is lighter on. It's, there's no revelation to that. But uh, and there's also the entire you know economy of the feeling and safety he provides. The the, the vectors, the eyes, the um the content feeling on Star Sports. You know, it's uh it's it's more than just a guy who scores runs. It's a it's a feeling. It's funny with those with the, with the three guys, the three all rounding spinners there, like. That like they don't need to get up for it because this is this is the cricket that they fucking live for because mm. these are the perfect conditions for mm. them to play in, they and they somehow managed to score bulk runs as well. Axar Patel was, if he wasn't, he was very nearly mad at the series in the series a year ago against Australia with his lower order runs. He didn't really bowl that well particularly, but his lower order runs. I mean, he was the best batter. I think he was averaging eighty in that series. On does that he sh- bat above Ashwin or does Ashwin? Does Ashwin no, I think out? Ashwin's ahead. I well, well, one, one of them's nine. I mean, you know, Ashwin or Axar is yeah, nine. I mean, Ashwin's got four or five Test hundreds. So you know, but the thing, you, you, can, you can have him seven down. I mean, in, in your seven down, mm. and there's guys coming in who can score hundred. But we know we know that we know what the wicket's going to be. So if I'm anyone really in the top, oh, really? oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we know anyone of the top six is going to be like, this is going to be tough work. But there's three guys in India that's like. Ashwin barely plays away from home. Jadeja usually gets a gig for his uh, superior batting and fielding probably, and he's tidier um, bowling. And so he plays more away, but like this is his reward for the away series, you know, playing on these decks at home. So those guys can be so up for it. So basically three guys can beat 11 um, away players because like this is just perfectly for them, Mm. which is why the wickets are the way they are. Do you have a, a predicted England 11 or an 11 that you'd go with? Because it's, a, it's well, less obvious. Yeah, I um, – so, okay, so it's going to be um, Crawley and Duckett and Pope and Roots 
and then five will be Bearstow, Stokes will be six, uh, Folks will be mm. seven. Stokes confirmed that Folks will play. And then it gets interesting with the bowlers. Yeah. So I had an idea, Pezza, as a spanner in the works. Yeah. I don't know if Rehan Ahmed plays. So he's, his batting's quite good. Um, but a leg spinner doesn't really work out that often in India. So I had the thing in mind, what, what about playing Dan Lawrence, who's actually Harry Brooks' replacement, as an extra batter, also bowls some off spin. It's not amazing, but it's decent. Um, play an extra batter because then you've got Hartley, Leach, Root already bowling overs for you. Um, so they've got, you've got three spinners there. And then I've got Wood at... Uh, well, wood Lone Pacer. Wood Lone Pacer. That's something. So... I think the um, the sort of the conventional England eleven with with a three seamers, one spinner plus mm. Joe Root uh, shouldering the load would mm. be the top seven that you said. Then you'd look at Robinson, Wood, Anderson, Leach. They're the, probably their foremost bowlers. I yeah. saw Vish, yeah, yeah, who's yeah. over there, yeah. um, reporting that uh, England are considering playing, like basically mirroring, or not mirroring India, but playing. Um, Three, Three spinners, spinners and one seamer. Yeah. Wood being the lone seamer. Yes. Um, Wood saying overnight that he can't see himself playing more than three tests, uh, just, just in terms of how the body holds up yeah. over eight weeks. Uh, but Wood being the lone seamer and playing and bringing Tom Hartley and Rian Ahmed in yep. uh, for those guys. So instead of Anderson and Robinson. Uh, so so then that actually have four spinners if you include Root. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so, and also probably then Wood opening the bowling with Stokes if Stokes is... I think Stokes can bowl, so you're opening, opening, with, the spinner, you're opening yeah. with a spinner. But apparently that's what they're considering having looked at the deck. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if that's, um, you know, England briefing out, playing silly buggers, which I like and, yeah. I, and I welcome. I like uh, silly buggers. And, and I, I welcome Vish being a mouthpiece for silly buggers. Yes. I don't know why, it just sounds funny to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, um, <laughs> yeah. but uh yeah, it's funny, you know, like it, it's hard to predict the England eleven uh, mm. because they will just be looking at a deck going like, well, what's this going to do? See, that's why that's why I picked Lawrence in my in my like. I don't know if I'd seriously do that, but I'll just have a look at it just because an extra batter might might help them. Given that I don't see how, I think Root is going to be a as an important bowler as Leach will be. So Leach and Root are their two best spinners. Hartley. Um, adds something, but then if you have an Rehan Armour as well, four spinners and a and uh, um, Seema seems like it seems too much. So I think like if you can't get the work done with three spinners, four is probably unlikely. I think depends. That, that, you know, like that's this why is, that's this why, is why it's going to be so interesting because like I mean Stokes will will surely be licking his chops at the opportunity to bring his um like uh, so personally when I watched the Ashes I found the way he a lot of people would focus on the disparity in the aggression of England's batting to what the norm is. But I found the way he captained his bowlers really compelling and really interesting. The way he used fields, uh, mm-hmm. it got a little bit uh, grim from both sides when they just started bumping the shit out of guys. Mm-hmm. But uh, the, the field settings that he uses and, you know, the, uh, India's great advantage over England in terms of statistics looking at both teams is India's proven record of taking 20 wickets with no issues. Yeah. Um, Opposition struggle to take 20 wickets against India unless they're assisted, you know, bulk by the deck. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure, you know, like I, I, I've got no idea how, like I don't know how much you can rely on Bruce uh, as, a, as a frontline spinner. I think Leach is going to be shouldering a lot and there's going to be a lot of pressure on him then. I presume India will try and hit him out of the attack and all that kind of thing. But um, I, I suppose what I'm also thinking is that like if, if England's seriously considering playing one quick, and that's a quick who can't really bowl long spells. He can't do any donkey work, really, mm-hmm. Mark Wood. Should get, get 90 overs in the day, though. 
<laughs> well, I mean, they may be going. This, this, this is this is going to be a shootout. It's going to be a crap shoot, right? right, um, right. But you know, again, it could be silly buggers through the mouthpiece of Vish. I mean, all of it's tantalising. It is, and what, what Stokes like? So to my point, like, yeah, um, Stokes may just say, "Look, Ran Ahmed and Tom Hartley are a more effective bankrolling mm. path to twenty wickets than Ollie Robinson and Jimmy Anderson, which would yeah, suggest." Yeah, yeah. A, an assessment of the deck being pretty ragged. Well, I was listening to NASA and Mike Atherton uh, talk, and NASA, I agree with him, is like you, you basically want to get the right amount of spin because India's spinners are obviously far superior to England's spinners. But if you if you take it too far and make it a shootout, then everyone's in the game, every single ball, every single ball's an event as well. So that's taking it too far. Like, how the fuck do you prepare a pitch where it spins just enough, enough. <laughs> but also like stays together to assist your spinners just a little bit more through better skill and execution of India's spinners than mm. England's spinners? I don't know how uh, you, I don't uh, know how you I make mean, that deck. Given India's, like from England's perspective, I could see a world where Ben Stokes and Brendan McCullum can conclude that having witnessed you know, demolishing after demolishing mm-hmm. and oppositions failing to go with India on home comforts, even if India's batters frustratingly are only able to average 32 mm. due to the decks being surfed up, they may come to the conclusion that, like, let us turn these games into lotteries because that is the best way that we can jag three tests yep. or two tests and a draw or whatever whatever mm-hmm. the hell it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously not going to get a draw if it's a lottery, but maybe they're just trying to create that lottery and gamble on their um, attacking instincts, you know, and, and if, if you can drag India into that kind of game where it's just every fucking thing's happening all the time, Maybe maybe England's ready for that. Maybe you know I could see Stokes getting off on that hard in yeah. terms of erections. Yeah, um, it, you know, like if if I had a if I had a vested interest in this series, I'd be upset at the amount of times or the amount of minutes and hours being spoken about the deck. Which, but like, but from a neutral, I'm like, I'm really looking forward to seeing this. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like I, so from a neutral perspective, mm. I'm like, this is going to be exciting. Every ball just about is going to be invented, or certainly every period of mm. uh, a session. Um, but like, if you actually invested, it's like I mean, like, where else do you talk about like for this length? Mm. The 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 clear um, messaging from both teams about what the deck is going to be. I mean, it's well, you know. that's that's a really good point. I could understand um, Indian people watching this and saying like, there is too much focus on the deck, and perhaps it reflects on the. It, it, how it remains still to our anglospheric perception so foreign to be um, trying to convene cricket teams to play well on those surfaces, you know, because we just don't get this kind of stuff at home. And then you have those whole conversations about, well, what's a good deck and all that kind of mm. stuff. But the, the truth is that the decks are very different to what we're used to. So necessarily, you know, the England team or the Australian team will pontificate more because we don't have those brain connections of like, oh, this is clearly what you do. You just play these guys and this is how you do it. Right. Um, when you throw in Stokes and McCullum's, you know, keenness to bring a level of um, like unprecedented aggression uh, in pursuit of wickets and, mm-hmm. and fast scoring, then you have like, a, you know, a recipe for, you know, st- a game that's going to have very different style and pace and rhythm to what we're used to. So I, I do think it's relevant, you know, to, to discuss yeah. how the deck influences that. Yeah. Mm. And how to get and a visa. How, yeah. And how to get a visa and how unfair it is. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk? Okay. So when we were talking about likely teams, so yeah. let's yeah. talk about Shoaib, um, 
Bashir, yeah. uh, he's um, can I can I blurb yeah. this? Uh, yeah. This this is from the BBC, you know. Um, wow, interesting choice of uh, of, of outlet there. Mm, um, okay. He's returned to the UK in order to sort the visa delay, which is preventing him from joining the England squad in India. Um, the uncapped 20-year-old who is of Pakistani descent, so noting he's a British citizen. Born in Surrey. Um, with Pakistani descent. Yes. Uh, so to be clear, not a dual citizen. He's not holding Pakistani citizenship. He's right. of descent. Yes. Um, Pakistan. Was initially left in Abu Dhabi when the rest of the team travelled on Sunday. Um, he's still yet to receive the visa. Uh, will not be in India until at least the weekend, according to um, England cricket journal Chris Stocks. Um, Bashir applied on December 11, which was roughly six weeks ago, the same day as Chris Stocks, according to Chris Stocks, who has received his visa. Uh, Got it before Christmas or something, right? Yeah, some shit. Yeah. Um, so, um, your thoughts? Um, spent a lot of time uh, sucking the old teeth there. <laughs> okay. What was that? Need to go to the dentist? Um, you know, Australia, Australia saw this last year with uh, Uzan Khawaja, who was born in Islamabad. Islamabad. I was going to say Yeah, he was born in Islamabad. Um, uh, and another case would be in the squad is uh, Rehan Ahmed, who is also from Pakistani descent. I think, but he? He, yeah, but he had already applied for a visa during the World Cup because he was he was like one of the backup bowlers for England, so he already had his. Um, oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, we've seen this uh, many times with with this. I mean, uh, what I find amazing. Did he have an issue back then in the World Cup when he did it? Well, I think I think it was like it, it didn't really come to pass because he wasn't re- he wasn't required uh-huh. uh, for a start. But but he got a, he got he, over there. He got over. So well, I'm not sure if he got over there, but he he was given his visa anyway. Right. But he was just on he was on call basically back in England. Okay. So um, he, but he didn't have any. But he received delay. One. No. Right. Um, but that's probably relevant. So um, yeah, like. I mean, uh, what, what I find amazing with this is that, like how many people would have direct contacts for someone to sort this out and it's still taking this long to the point where now he's like flown back to England to expedite the oh. process. I mean, they, they, would, they would have a contact uh, to sort out the visa issue. Yeah, like which, which means that the contacts are not um, malleable to that idea, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, it, it's the right of any sovereign nation, like – um, to do this, you know, but it's quite clearly like exercised for um, strategic optics driven, presumably domestic ends. Um, mm-hmm. Like I can only guess from our studio in South Melbourne, yeah. pontificating from on high, <laughs> yeah. that um, the idea with when these things happen, because we're talking like Saki Mahmood, Usman Khawaja, Moen Ali, mm-hmm. um, is to signal to the masses that India will flex its strength when it comes to any Pakistan or Pakistan adjacent person. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the thing that I find, like, from my perspective, which is not worth much, and I'm sure this will come out in the comments as well, but, like, it's ostensibly a security posture yeah. that we are meant to see. Right. right? Uh, except that, like, to my mind, from the outside it has the reverse effect of it actually portrays a type of insecurity, you know, to me. That, that, that's what it looks like to me. Like it, it appears to happen to any cricketer of Pakistan heritage. It comes across as staged, preordained, like a petty kind of theatre where like 
a security guard before you're trying to get into a mm-hmm. club. It's just like just saying, no, no, you, you'll come in when I say so. I don't – it may not necessarily be an issue with you, but I'm just letting you and signalling to everybody that you, you, you will wait. Um, so the same thing with the Pakistan team in this T20 uh, – sorry, in the ODI World Cup where they got their visas very late, maybe like two days before the tournament started. Mm. Um, so, same thing. Um, so it, there can be no doubt that these aren't questions of like um, – uh, some sort of organisational failure. It's a, it's a pattern. Yeah. Like organisational failure, like England's end. Like let's yeah, disabuse yeah. that idea and yeah. just own the idea that it's. He should have it, applied for one earlier. <laughs> they, they, they knew this was coming. <laughs> yeah. They knew the tour was um, coming up. Five tests. I've always felt there was a far quicker way of sorting this out. Um, you know, as Michael Vaughan suggested, get Moeen on the phone and ask Shaab if he's a terrorist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 What about this? What about what about the three on field? Uh, what about the three uh, commentators uh, commentating at the time? They get to decide. <laughs> they vote. Yeah, they vote. Yeah. So it's so it's Harsha, it's Ravi Shastri, and Mark Howard. Yes, I like that. <laughs> uh, this is this is actually a, a question from one of our patrons. Uh, not the official RTGC. This is from a non-Qantas a baggage handler who says. Um, is it possible that England had planned this all along, picking a 13th man to mix drinks with Pakistani heritage, knowing that Jay Shah wouldn't give him a visa and using that to get the moral series win? Hard to put a pass on. 4D, 4D chess, yeah. one nil Ben and Baz in my books, <laughs> says, a non, says a non-Qantas baggage handler. <laughs> so perhaps this is an England conspiracy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they do know how to go one nil up in series, sort of morally speaking. If that guy could return David Warner's baggy green, or one of them anyway, that, that, that would Indeed. be helpful. Uh, finally, he goes, who, who wins and why? Who wins and why? Uh, look, hard to go past India. Just, it um, is hard, I isn't mean, it? Just because, I mean, we, we said this in the main podcast during the week that um, – Jadeja just relentless at the stumps. I mean, I mean, I know Ben, ben Duggan's got ten different kinds of sweep shots, and I yeah. wish him well in that endeavour. Um, and also his bucket hat um, merchandise venture called du- Duckets Buckets. Duckets Buckets. So wish him well in both those endeavours mm. uh, wholeheartedly. But uh, I just think Jadeja never leaves the stumps. Relentless. He can't use his feet, despite what some people say at radio stations in Australia. Um, you know, like it's it's so difficult. Uh, then you got the skill of Ashwin. Jaday, um, sorry, Axar Patel to mix it up. And then also as well, just Boomer and Siraj are excellent anyway. So like- Bowling's unbelievable. Bowling is unbelievable. Bowling's unbelievable. unbelievable. On, the, on those conditions, best in the world. Like it's- uh, And then you look at like how, how much hunger has a guy like Shreyas got who's really still trying to find his way in the side. Should McGill has been awarded the player of the year just recently uh, by the BCCI. You know, Rohit again, just just in terms of legacy, like it just, I couldn't fathom a circumstance where he is- allowing himself to not um, excel in a series as big as this one. Um, and he always plays some innings of major substance in these right, series. Right, like a, a, The game-defining, series-defining innings. England have really good players as well. Just the, It's just the bowling isn't good enough. But at the same time, Australia pushed India close with Todd Murphy and Kuhneman and Lyon. Now, mm. Kuhneman and Murphy... Uh, they're, they're, they're fine first-class bowlers. And I think Todd Murphy is going to be a very good bowler as well. Matt Kuhneman at the time was playing Queensland second 11, wasn't he? Um, you know, so you don't necessarily need to have, you know, 500 test wickets to excel in these kind of conditions, but it just feels like they're going to be unders. And unless Joe Root scores bulk runs and does really handy off-spin work with Jack Leach, it's going to be tough. Like, you, you can't actually predict England with any kind of rationality. No, like not at all. If there's any gun to your family members' heads, no. you just you just can't predict. You can't Stokes predict could do England. something wild. But but because of the way they play, it does re- like um, I guess open the possibility of something remarkable happening. Mm-hmm. You know, which which is a credit to the way England plays Absolutely. cricket. And yeah, yeah, like yeah. from a purist's perspective, 
it is fascinating. It will be fascinating to see if there is a different style of play that can unsettle and um, pressurise India, who have shown themselves in a cricketing sense to be rather combustible under mm. pressure. Mm. You know, that is a, that's a fact, you know, of, uh, that, that can be proven, mm. right? I agree with you. I can't see past the, uh, the, the penetration and dynamism of India's spinners complemented by their pace attack and the batters being able to do enough. I also think that if they are assisted with wickets that permit spin and the strength of their spin to sup- like uh, supersede England's, but allow their batters the opportunity to get in, that is the best path for India to, to win. Mm. However, if they do overcook the decks, and they will introduce England into the side, because I do think England will fancy that lottery type of game as their best chance of winning. Yep. Uh, flat tracks, where England also are quite uh, are really good because really of the good. rate that they score yep. at, yep. You know, in, India can score hundreds off their dick yep. on flat tracks as well. Yep. So, you know, I'd... Like, like it. That's why it is quite deck dependent. But I can't see. I just think India has the best path to twenty wickets. I think the first game is so exciting because if England mm. somehow managed to do something in the style they've been playing, mm. which is so exhilarating, mm. it could it could expose the fragility which does sit underneath the team mm. of uh, the Indian mm. cricket team. It does sit there. It, it could so easily go the other way. I know we're, just, it, we're sitting on the fence. It's but like, more likely going to be five 0 India. Yeah, and, and like <laughs> I feel like when I clo- like in my mind's eye. I can I can see that like and and I can see some level of like um, happiness and joy being restored to that team and normalcy being mm. restored to that team mm. and the people that follow them like mm. that c- could a nation use a fucking Ashwin Sixfa or a Jadeja like hyena laughing oh, series of LBWs yes. like this is why it's a big series for Kaz Barat too yeah if he can sort out the way he appeals yep. and just just. Up that falsetto and the decibel yep. level yep. and the the infusion with laughter. Yes. He's going to find the mood of the nation rising and thus the economy as well, yeah. which is already going very well. Don't, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, so a couple of things for India to work on there. Hashtag AskTJC to finish off. He goes, this is from Dog Collar Cowboy. Ah, oh, Dog Collar Cowboy. How are you, doggy? Uh, will Brendan McCullum be so relaxed on the balcony he'll yep. be wearing a traditional Indian dhoti? D-H-O-T-I. <laughs> Will Bashir be mixing sports drink via Zoom? Not reading the next bit. Join us on Patreon if you want to know how we finish that off. Uh, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be. I could see that with, with McCullum. Now, this is a big test for McCullum. McCullum likes to put his feet up, let yeah. everyone know how relaxed he is. Yeah, Probably that's... wearing some Smith Optics or something. Not even sponsored by him for this series. Just needs to be careful, though, after we saw what Mitch Marsh did to the World Cup. If he's, if he's putting his feet up, just needs to be cautious. That's a very, very good just point. needs to be cautious. Yes, Uh Exercise yeah, some caution. Exercise caution, but if he does have that doty on, yeah. um, he's in the seventh. <laughs> I'm, I'm into that. Yeah, I'm into that. That'd be fucking, and and that would be cat yeah. pigeons as well. Oh, so, yeah. I tell you what, if if Brendan McCullum is wearing a doty, yeah, he's just on the balcony, yeah, with some of the fastest yeah. Smith optics. And get Australia, the feet up if you, you want. Are you gonna get the feet up here? Can you do it? Yeah, yeah go all the way. Oh, have mate. Some people will be very happy to see this yeah. from a sexual perspective. <laughs> Now, oh, have a look at that. You know what? Engl- England's 90 for seven, but I'm fucking relaxed. And he's got, yeah. yeah, he's got the doty. No uh, dramas, boys. Hey. No dramas. And, and you know, from a Hindu perspective, Diana, you know, yeah. the, um, the, you know, it's one of the eight limbs of classical yoga. Yeah. Uh, the penultimate limb, as you know, yeah, uh, leading seventh. to seventh. It's the seventh, leading seventh to, limb, leading, to, leading to self-absorption. <laughs> 
In some <laughs> scriptures, it's considered synonymous with self-absorption. That's yeah. So in some, not all. So Diana, yeah. Uh, McCullum, yeah. In the Doty, yes. With the shades, feet up. Now we're talking about some aesthetics. You can catch TJC on YouTube. After every day's play, after the final ball of the day, we're not going to wait till the next morning. It's going to be after the final yeah. ball of the day. And why don't you subscribe? Why don't you subscribe to our YouTube channel if you want to, if you want to come back, because lots of you left after the World Cup, but we thought you might come back once India did something good. <laughs> we both had a stroke. We yeah. were so happy. Yeah. Come back. Click subscribe. See you later. <laughs> <laughs>